Hello, this is Megan Chapa with a couple quick updates before the episode this week. Congratulations to Dina Farmer as she is the winner of the signed copies of Dr. Disneyland's books. Jeff was on the program last week talking about how as travelers or travel professionals that may be listening, how we can take lessons from Walt Disney's life, someone from the travel industry, as he faced a very challenging life and yet saw his dreams through to fruition and they're just mammoths in the world of travel and we're all glad that he did. So that's a great episode to listen back on. And Dina won by signing up for the newsletter. So if you want to win the prize this week, you can sign up for the newsletter, subscribe to the podcast, um, review the podcast. You have to send me images of those because I won't be able to I'm in a different app store in England, so I won't be able to know if you're in the United States subscribing. So please send a screenshot and your email address to info at travelradiopodcast.com. And then Cindy won the first um, contest for the Travel Dreaming logoed travel mugs that I'm giving away. But I haven't been able to get a hold of you, Cindy. So um, I'm going to desist my stalker-like actions. And if you want one of those, please contact me. Otherwise, next week we will give away two travel mugs because we'll pick um, a new winner to replace Cindy and we'll give a new one out to to someone else. So sign up for the newsletter, fill out the contest entry form below, review, subscribe, like, blah, blah, blah. All those things will enter you into the podcast uh, drawing. Okay, then as I mentioned, subscribing, that's the next topic. If you could subscribe to the podcast, you will get each episode delivered to you weekly and you won't miss a thing and you'll learn lots of great new destinations or types of travel for you and for your friends and family and dogs and all that sort of thing. And then also while you're in the subscribe button, you may see a review button. And if you could go ahead and give the podcast a review, it would help me greatly because it would tell the bean counters, this is content worth listening to. And we should suggest it to other people. And that's how the podcast grows. So I just want to be thankful for everyone that has reviewed the podcast. But if anyone else wanted to, it would be um, something that would be helpful to me. And I would really appreciate it. And then just some shout outs and reminders of past episodes. We did Columbia last week. Is it safe? Planning long-term sabbaticals on your own terms, not on the COVID terms. Um, I did a mixtape for travelers and really for my friends in the travel industry. That's kind of like a little love letter. Like I know things are hard, but it's going to get better. So that episode is all about a mixtape and how that came about and a really interesting interaction with my neighbor. And that is, the, anyway, it's there. And then we also did an excellent, excellent itinerary in Paris. This is like how to see Paris and do it the right way. And that trip is running still. It's happening in August. And that episode is available five weeks ago, I think. And then lastly, we did one to Nashville, which since we're all going to be road tripping this summer in the U.S., check this out because great tips for where to listen to live music and also for the best date night on the planet. But you have to plan ahead. So listen to that to get those tips. And then if you're still looking for more episodes, there's an awesome one on a couple that was trapped on a cruise ship because they were performing one of the princess ships. They were on um, the Hawaii itinerary, and then they were moved to a marine base, and that one's called Aloha from Quarantine. And they're doing great, actually, but that's a good episode to listen to if you're curious about that. And then the absolute last thing I will mention is... The A for Awesome African Adventure with Matthew Walgren is really fantastic, and there 
is a video supplement for that with pictures of five fat chubby cheetahs, and they're so cute. That's all. Without further ado, enjoy this week's episode of Travel Radio Podcast featuring Pam Jarvis of Distinctive Voyages talking about why river cruising is a great choice and why it could be a very flexible choice in the post-pandemic travel world. So thank you very much. Enjoy this episode. I am Megan Chapa, host of Travel Radio Podcast, and this is a video edition. And I am pleased to have on my podcast for the first time, Pam Jarvis. So Pam, welcome to Travel Radio Podcast. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me here today. I'm excited to be here. Yes, Pam, you are with Distinctive Voyages, and we are going to talk today about why you should river cruise, especially why this would be a good option coming up to our new post-COVID lifestyle (laughs) and travel. So would you um, introduce yourself and what Distinctive Voyages is? Because I'm sure that travel agents that are watching are aware, but maybe just regular people that want to book river cruises might not be. So please take it away. Thanks. Well, thanks, Megan. And again, thanks for um, inviting me to join you today. Um, You know, I I work for a company called Travel Leaders Network. It's part of Travel Leaders Group. And I run all of the cruise programs for uh, our consortia. And um, I got into this because I love cruising. Mm -hmm. I spent the majority of my career in hospitality, working for uh, a major hotel company around the world and enjoyed living and working in outside of the U.S. a couple times and traveling. And over the years, I fell in love with cruising Mm -hmm. as well as discovering new cultures. And I eventually started traveling with friends and I would plan all their trips and then I'd turn it over to a, another travel agency or I'd give it to a cruise line. And I thought, this is silly. Why don't I get paid? So yeah. I, I actually <laughs> bought a travel agency okay. and um, I owned it for several years. And it was uh, an agency that was focused primarily on cruising. Mm-hmm. And over the, and I love ocean cruising. So that, you know, yeah, we know too. that that's wonderful. And then I discovered river cruising about 10 years ago and absolutely fell in love with it. And since then, I've taken a few of them. Not enough. I can always do more, right? Yeah. You can always be on the water. And um, about seven years ago, I was approached by the master franchise of the travel agency that I owned and asked if I'd come on board to work for them. So I did. And I actually uh, was promoted into this role three years, three, four years ago. And Distinctive Voyages is one of, of a few of our cruise specialty programs that we create for our um, advisors that are in our network. We have about 55,000 agents that actually are part of Travel Leaders Network, and um, they they book into our programs that we create for them. And Distinctive Voyages is our premier program. It's a hosted cruise program where, whereby when clients book through our agencies, um, our member agencies, they also receive the services. We have a host that's on board that is like a concierge for mm-hmm. all of the guests mm-hmm. uh, that is representing all of the agencies that have booked their clients onto the ship. They're also invited to a private welcome reception that no one else on the ship can go to. 
and uh, they get to meet, they have time to meet with the crew and the, and the captain and various people. And then they also receive a complimentary shore excursion above mm-hmm. and beyond everything else that they're receiving from the cruise line. And it is a widely popular program that is booked a lot through our agencies. It's one of the top reasons why agencies join our network mm-hmm. and one of the top reasons why they stay. So okay. we're very proud of it. And um, the last couple of years, we've added um, river cruising to the program as well, and it has taken off. So it's a it's a wonderful program, and um, it's a great complement to the river, to all cruising. As, and then bringing river cruising into it was just the next logical addition. So that's where we are with that. And that's who I am. Okay, great. Now we have some pictures that I'm going to go through as you give us some more information about why river cruising is a good idea post COVID-19. And, and, but firstly, I want to just kind of do like, you know, a day in the life of river cruising. So just to start off, um, you like to say that it is adult camp, which (laughs) I like this idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, do we want to talk about maybe just quickly some advantages to river cruising or why you might river cruise before we get into, you know, a day in the life? Sure. I mean, I think, um, one of the great things about river cruising is, um, you know, as much as I love ocean cruising, you know, you touch the perimeter of countries. And what happens on river cruises, you go into the interior. Mm-hmm. So you get to unpack once, just like an ocean cruise, and then you get to travel throughout a country rather than packing and unpacking as you do on other types of tours. Mm-hmm. And you have everything's included, which is wonderful. So you don't have to worry about planning a tour if you don't want to, because every day a tour is included and you have a variety of them. And we'll talk about those, I'm sure, in a little bit. And um, the other thing is, if you have a tendency towards motion sickness, you don't have to worry about that. These ships are flat bottomed. You sleep like a baby because there is no wake. There is no motion of the ocean, so to speak. It's just very comforting. And I would say the other thing that I love about it is that it is... um, it's, it's an intimate experience. If you're not into the large cruise experience, this is one where you're with 150 to 175 people. And the the crew know you immediately. They call you by name. And you get to make friends from all over mm-hmm. very quickly. And that's kind of why I call it adult camp. Yeah. Primarily, you see mostly adults on, on these cruises of various ages. It's not just for old people or retirees, as some people may think. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really designed for all age, age, age groups. And, um, you know, it's, it's, if you love history, this is a great place. If you love wine or beer or food, I mean, this is another way to, to experience different places. And then also even like Christmas markets and, um, or if you want to travel the world. So there's just a wide variety of reasons why you want to take a river cruise. Yeah. But, let's, um, let's kind of paint a day in the life of a river cruise. So sure. wake up. Wake up and here we are. And you know what's wonderful about river cruises, too, is you have a wide variety of options. And some of the things that have started, especially in the last few years, is you wake up. And if you're into fitness and you want to do a yoga class or, or stretching or workout, there's these days there's fitness instructors on board that in the early mornings you can go and take a yoga lesson on the top of deck of the ship. Yeah. So here you are in a beautiful countryside enjoying yoga outdoors before you go down for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then um, they also so you wake up, you can go do that and then you have breakfast and breakfast can be everything from a la carte. They also have um, now 
post-COVID, I'm not sure what the buffets will look like so much. It might be all serviced. My guess but, is um, until then, gone. it was, you know, buffets as well as a la carte. Yeah. And, you know, you can have anything, pretty much anything you want, from, as well as champagne to orange juice to coffee, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And um, and after that, you, you usually in the mornings, you're um, most days, if you're not cruising down the river, you're probably in a city and you're getting ready to take a tour. Okay. And as I said, every day your tour is included. And these days you can choose between a variety of, of tours. So if you're very active minded and you want to take a bike ride many times, depending on the time of the year and the location, they're going to have a bike ride for people who want to go take a bike tour. Cool. So there are people that have done bike tours in Lyon. They've done bike tours down a river path. So you meet the ship down, down, down river somewhere um, <laughs> cool. or back. And then there's also the standard tour where you either walk into the city because you're right there. Um, and then you go and visit either, you know, cathedrals or museums, or you learn about chocolate making or whatever that is in that region of the world or that city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, for those who don't walk as well, um, mm-hmm. they will also have, um, um, you know, coach tours that will take you around. Okay. So you can also do that. So, you know, usually the tours will last about half a day, most likely. And then you're back by lunchtime because, you know, just like any cruise, you don't miss a meal and you will not go hungry. And if you do, it's your own fault because right. there's plenty of eat and drink. Um, but usually you do come back for lunch and lunch again is usually includes in the past has included buffets as well as a la carte. But again, going past COVID-19, I think that's going to change, mm-hmm. but you'll still enjoy wonderful meals. If you don't want a full meal, you can also choose a lot of them. Uh, a lot of the cruise lines offer light dining up in what is the living room area. It's a living room bar area where that's where most people gather. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is they will, so you can enjoy. So that's what happens. And then in the afternoon, you either you have free time to go into town on your own and explore. Mm. And a lot of people do that. A lot of people will go in and maybe they'll go have, they'll go visit the pubs or they'll go take a visit to another museum. Cruise lines will also offer maybe a secondary tour. Sometimes you pay a net little fee for them, Mm -hmm. but they'll offer things like cooking lessons or wine tasting or wine blending. So again, whatever suits your fancy. Now, the other side of that is you want to relax and yeah, you could just stay on the ship if you'd like. And what's so nice is, you know, you practically have the ship to yourself. You can go in and you can sit upstairs and you can read a book. You can, some of the ships actually have pools or hot tubs you can lay out mm-hmm. if you just want to sit and, and enjoy the countryside. Um, or you can sit inside, depending on the weather or your preference. So you can do that. There's coffee all day long, teas, water, soda, usually anything you want like that. Mm-hmm. Um so you can enjoy that. And then, you know, you come back and there's tea. You can have high tea if you'd like. If you don't want that, you can also just go to your room or to one of the other, to the to the living room and relax. When you get back, usually, you know, your room has been serviced. Just like other cruises, your, your, your staterooms are serviced twice a day at least. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's wonderful is water's included, you know, so they're refreshing the water in your stateroom. It's fresh, you know, it's bottled water. Mm-hmm. Um, you have internet, you have, so if you want to get online and you can post pictures and talk to the family, you can do that or friends. Mm-hmm. You can also watch a movie if you'd like, or take a nap. A lot of times you take a nap yeah. because you've <laughs> gotten in all your steps for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, um, you know, then you enjoy dinner. What's And what's interesting, and one of the reasons I call it a dull camp, is every night, usually before dinner time, because dinner is usually at the same time, and as, as all meals, and, this, and the, the dining rooms are large enough, because again, you're talking 150 to 175 people. We're not talking thousands. So it's an yeah. intimate experience. But usually ahead of time, there'll be a, a, a reception of some sort or cocktails or a captain's welcome party and in the living room. And every night, you'll at least have the captain, the hotel manager, the um, the activities or, you know, and manager will talk about what they're going, what, what the entertainment will be for that evening. So you, what you don't want to miss, mm-hmm. they'll also talk about the next day. And even into the evening, they'll say, you know, if you want to go into town, we're going to be here until at least 2am. So please be, you know, you know, go out and enjoy the city. Which is um, not or, all that common on an ocean cruise. A lot of times sorry? you have, to, it's not all that common on an ocean cruise. Like a lot of times you have to be back at eight o'clock, five o'clock. Cause they've got to take off. Right. Yeah. Right. Also, and I'm going to get to into leave. your pictures because I've forgotten to do that because I was just interested <laughs> in your story. So no you're you're going to continue to be on the screen as we go through your pictures. So, okay. um, so that's awesome. Um, and then, you know, when we're coming back from this amazing day, we're on the boat, we've had our dinner, we've had a cocktail. Can you talk about like going into the accommodation? Sure. Your staterooms are, um, you know, they've, and they've really changed over the years. They were always nice. Um, they were very, usually they were a little on the, in the previous years, I would say they'd be on the small side, good use of space. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way, because, you know, river cruises, river cruise ships cannot be too wide because they have to get through locks mm-hmm. and they have a certain width and, and length that they can be. So there's only so much space. Well, over the years, they, they're still limited, but maybe they've changed the configuration. So now you come back into your stateroom and, you know, your room, the rooms are comfortable. They're very nicely appointed. Um, you know, the bedding is very comfortable from really high end luxury hotel beds, um, you know, to, to regular beds. They're all nice. Um, mm-hmm. the bathrooms, if you, heated floors, heated, yes. heated tile, uh, <laughs> towel racks. Oh my gosh. And the showers are just, they really know how to make good use of the space, but really high-end appointments. And also even even the complimentary toiletries. You know, you're talking about, you know, very high-end. So, you know, you're you're enjoying that. Your room has been refreshed. You'll have, you know, water. Um, you have free internet. So you can, you know, work in your room if you want, recharge, all of that. So there's there's all of that that's there for you. So, you know, as you're working on, and on the newest ship that I was on, they actually had um, a wide variety of regular plugs, but also they had um, data ports so that you could charge that way as well. So because the world is changing and people are using a wide, you know, wider variety of, of electronics. So that way you're not fighting over that one plug to charge your, your cell phone or your, your laptop or iPad. So it's a very nice experience. It's relaxing, refreshing. Some of the crew, some of the staterooms have balconies that you can sit out on. Um, and some of them actually, um, will have, you know, another little sitting area for you. So, Again, I think they're very comfortable, and you big picture windows to to balconies. So that's just going to ask: Are there any interior or, or everything's at least got a window? Everything has a window. Um, I would say there are a few that are um, 
that may have the, the windows a little higher that give you natural light, but you don't naturally, those are the entry level staterooms. Mm-hmm. There's no interiors. Everything is, there's, there's just on each side. So they're all exteriors, but I will say the entry level will have, usually will have windows that are a little higher up that you can't see out of. Okay. But that's a minimum number, minimum number. Okay. So then, um, you know, we've talked about the adult camp options and your pictures are pretty awesome. We've just gone through the Christmas markets. Oh, which in nice. the snow looks amazing. We did one this year. Well, several, but not in the snow. So it's awesome. But I did do this Vienna Christmas market that you have pictures of, and it was awesome. It's wonderful. But what about, we were talking previously about some family options, mm-hmm. because there aren't many, because there's not exactly room for like a kid's club. So you will be hanging out with your children. But if your children are, you know, of the disposition that they could go on a river cruise, there actually are a couple options. And Disney offers one. Yes. Will you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. Disney, um, you know, Disney has come up with, you know, they have Adventures by Disney. And that is part of the program. They have approached um, one of the river cruise companies, Ama Waterways, and they partnered together to put together um, a really wonderful family um, experience. And to the point that it sold out immediately because mm. Disney takes care of all the activities and they're the ones that are doing the, you know, there's the, the kids programs, there's the adult only programs, and it's all, you know, highly culturally intensive and um, they're, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And so it was so popular that this has been added to a second ship. And what AMA has done, AMA Waterways has done, is they have actually, you know, reconfigured their staterooms and to make sure that they can accommodate families of three and four with, with sofa beds. And some of the staterooms yeah. actually are connecting, which is has never been done before. Yeah. So those are really taking off. Um, and there are some other other smaller lines that will look at children's or kids' programs or family focus programs, mm-hmm. usually during summer or like the spring break times, just sure. depends. They sure. come and go. So yeah, there's, there's those there. So have you heard about these travel bubbles that are popping up, especially around Europe? Um, I've heard a little bit about them. Um, I, it's relatively new and I think it's an outgrowth of COVID obviously. Yeah. And it's really, you know, um, I think this is something that will be interesting to watch to see how the river cruise companies work with that, yeah. with the bubbles because of, you know, being a collection of countries touching each other and with rivers going through multiple countries, they'll have to work through what are the restrictions, what can, what they can and cannot do, especially in the near term yeah. to see, cause it won't be as easy, to, you know, with open borders, like it has been to just walk off the ship and, and enjoy, you know, a city. Now, the other side of it is, is you also have cruises that are in singular countries, yeah. which will take away that issue. But um, yeah, I think that that is something that we're going to have to watch, yeah. you know, in the near future. And the cruise lines will very much be all over it, obviously, and they'll be communicating what the what the requirements are. And also travel professionals are going to know that, too, because they'll be communicated to, to know that. Yeah. And I think I mean, I think there's kind of some as far as if you wanted to to travel, you wanted to cruise and you were thinking about a river cruise. Because these boats are smaller and they have mm-hmm. the ability to navigate and there's not as many of them as there are maybe ocean vessels, I think there's kind of a little bit more protection in your vacation. I mean, this is theory. I don't know. But, right. you know, 
that they could have the flexibility to navigate within a country. So like your whole, maybe your, maybe your trip is rerouted, but maybe it's not completely canceled if something has to change between the countries. Very much so. Very much so. Or maybe to, you know, this is the river cruise companies are very nimble. Let's put it that way because they have to, they have to adjust to the tides of the river. Um, Sometimes they, you know, they can't get under a bridge because the water's too high or maybe the water's too low. Um, you know, there's all kinds of variety uh, variables. And I know that in the past cruise lines, these, the, the river cruise companies have done things like, let's say you're on a, uh, I'll just use one, for example, Budapest to, to, um, Frankfurt or Budapest to Nuremberg. Okay. And you get halfway through the cruise and the ship can't go any further up river. So what will happen is there's obviously another cruise ship coming down river, yeah. maybe doing the same itinerary. They may meet in a city and what they'll do, they're exact same. They're, maybe they're the exact same ship configuration. Yeah. They have everybody, you pack your bags, the, the crew take your bags off. They put them back on to the other ship in the same stateroom, and then you just continue on your journey. And so you can switch ships halfway through and continue and have the full journey. Um, other times they may turn around and that maybe they do, they stay in a port longer or they, they, you know, they can, they can change and be nimble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and that's something that I think would travel all around. And part of the adventure of traveling is, mm-hmm. is being flexible and being open to the adventure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, you can say it didn't kill me. You can now laugh about it. (laughs) And I will tell you on that, that Christmas market cruise, um, that one was really crazy because they, I have never seen so much snow in my life. And here, I'll get to those pictures. You keep talking. Okay. And they, and honestly, the cruise line was amazing the way that they adjusted because we, the ship couldn't get up river. It couldn't pick us up in Nuremberg because the, it had snowed so much and then they had a thaw and the river rose and the ship couldn't get up to Nuremberg. Oh wow! So it was, it was down river. So they had to coach us, you know, bus us back and forth a little bit, but I mean, it was fine. And they accommodated all the tours accordingly. They accommodated our time in the cities because we were going to go to the river, to the Christmas markets. Yeah. And we really didn't want to miss that. And, um, even in Budapest, when we got there, it was so cold and we were doing the, the city tour and they said, look, we just can't let you out of the, the coach. It's just, it was like minus 15 and oh my they were like, take it out. So what they would do is they'd say, okay, you can get out, take a picture and get back on the show. <laughs> so we would do that. But, um, it was, it was crazy cold and, um, but they adjusted, they adjusted for it. And, um, you know, the food adjusted for it. It was all a lot of hot soups and, you know, foods that would make you feel warm and comfy. And, um, it was, it was kind of crazy, but it was fun. And it was something that all of us remember because of that cold being unusually cold during that time, but it made for the Christmas markets to be even more beautiful, more Christmas-like and beautiful. And my sister is with me in those pictures. And Just um, as you we said went, it, I put that yeah. picture up. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. She, she, had, this was her first river cruise and she still talks about it to this day. And um, we're, we're, we're trying to do, plan another one with family to go. Cause we think we, I know they would have fun. And um, you know, the other thing about it is with that cruise is that you were, we were going through, you know, the Czech Republic and through Germany, Austria, and down into, into Hungary and all the tour guides 
bring the, their culture to life. And they also talk a lot about the war because mm-hmm. it's like it just happened. Mm-hmm. And um, my sister is has never been a huge, she loves other things than history. She has other interests in life. I'm a huge history buff. Mm-hmm. And um, she said to me, I love this. I learned so much. It really brought it all to life for her. And that's, and I think that's another joy of this that you learn and you, you learn things that you never thought you knew you liked, you learned, wanted yeah. to learn. And then we went, and when we went to Salzburg, we both were like, oh, can't believe we're here. It was yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> and, um, you know, we did, there was no sound of music type I was tour. Say, but did it you was. sing? <laughs> no, we didn't sing, but they talked about the filming of the mute of the movie and, and everything. And then some really interesting stories about that. Mm-hmm. And then of course the Christmas market there. And again, freezing cold. One of the days that it was beautiful, sunny. So you see the Alps, you see the mountains, and it's all the snow everywhere and bright blue, sunny skies. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. So, you know, we just, we, we, we had a wonderful time on that trip, but we froze. We really <laughs> froze, but we had a good time. So which one was your favorite in the pictures? I, we, we can see that you've taken some, you know, some wine themed and some Christmas themed and like the castle theme on the Rhine. Right. Which, was there a favorite? My, um, I would say there's two favorites. The Christmas market was one of my favorites. Yeah. And the other one is a was a, I guess you could call it a wine theme cruise in Avignon to Lyon or Lyon to Avignon mm-hmm. through the Burgundy and Provence areas. Um, I actually have done that one twice on the same ship with the same company. Oh. Um, it just happened. I went once, one time for pleasure and another time for, for a work-related event. Um, and you know, I know it's tough, but someone I was has gonna to say, it, tell so. people how they can get into the travel industry. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, and yeah, those, I would say those were my two favorites. I love France as well. And, um, you know, we tasted amazing wines on that ship, on that cruise and they were all varied types. And, you know, if you love rosés and they've become very popular, mm-hmm. you, you know, we're down in the region where they're, where they're made and they were beautiful. So, um, and really wonderful wines. So we had a good time with that. Awesome. So I think that, I mean, I wanted to kind of give a overall, like, there are some cool reasons why you should river cruise. And I also wanted to highlight distinctive voyages because you guys add little bonuses on, on top of mm-hmm. the already amazing itineraries. And so I think, you know, I want to ask you, is there anything else we've left out? And then I would like you to point us to where we can find distinctive voyages. Sure. Um, I would say the, the great thing about river cruising and it's, it's like ocean cruising is there's some, there's a product for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want high end luxury, there are some amazing cruise lines out there that offer you some truly luxurious experiences. Mm-hmm. And also there are some that are, you know, from the, you know, conti- very, they're all wonderful, but you know, all, all different price points, I guess you could say. The other is if you're, if you're brand loyal to an ocean cruise company, you know, a couple of the ocean, you know, a couple of the cruise lines that are ocean cruise lines or vice versa, I should say. So for example, you've got crystal cruises who is known for their high end luxury ocean cruises Mm -hmm. has now gotten into river cruising. Sure. And then you also have um, Viking who's very well known. Thank you. Doubt Navi and PBS. Mm -hmm for um, river cruising, and they now do some very nice ocean cruising. Yeah. So there's there's compliments there. Um, so I would say, you know, don't, don't limit yourself. 
um, you know, there's there's something for everyone and for every age group. Yeah. Uh, the and and they the thing is is they only run they are limited in their time. They run, I would say, three quarters of the year, but come you know the end of December. Usually they end towards the end of November mm-hmm. through the Christmas market season, maybe middle of December. A couple of them do New Year's, but then they go into storage. You know, they do a lot of work in the wintertime, and then yeah. they start back up in the spring. Okay. But there's there's a lot to, to see and do. Um, so there's there's that. And then as it relates to – I forgot the other question. I'm sorry. How can people find I get too busy distinctive voyages or oh, if they just need help, like, sorting through the options? Yes. Point, give it, us some resources. Of, yeah, there's, I would say, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm part of a, a wonderful company called Travel Leaders Network, okay. and of which Distinctive Voyage is, part, is one of the many programs that we offer our travel professionals mm-hmm. and advisors. And um, the, we have a website that is called travelleaders.com, www.travelleaders.com. I'll put a plug in there for that. Okay. And you can search for an um, advisor that um, specializes in everything, but especially if you're looking for a river cruise, mm. we have advisors who have that noted. They have traveled extensively on river cruises. They've, they are, they've taken the training with the cruise lines. They, so they know the product. They know the, they know the, the ships. They know the, the regions of the world uh, because it's not just Europe. Again, you could travel all over the world on river cruises pretty much. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to Africa, there's a cruise line that offers you um safari type cruises on on the chobe river if you want to go to china if you want to go to india if you want to go to egypt they're there Mm -hmm. so it's a matter of finding finding the right cruise but it's also a matter of finding the right person to help you with that navigate those waters because there's a lot to 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 learn and to make sure you're maximizing your time of what you want to do um so we have these we have um the site, like I said, the travelleaders.com site that you can go and look for an agent by, you can look for location if you want to look for someone that's near you, or you can look for someone that is an expert in a certain, in a certain field Mm. and they will help you. And uh, the distinctive voyages program is something that is accessible only to those advisors. So if, if uh, the general public was trying to book it or call a cruise line and ask about it, they would say, I don't know what you're talking about um, because it's only, it's an exclusive program only to us. Awesome. And so, so that is another reason why you want to book with one of our travel advisors. And the other thing about those, they're combinable with all of the national offers that the cruise lines are offering. So, you know, mm-hmm. you see the amazing offers out there. You can get all of that on top of these other complimentary um, services and benefits mm-hmm. through booking one of our travel leaders um, member agencies. And I'll put That's the great. travel leaders, like wherever you're watching this, it'll be below in the notes. So I'll put the travel leaders website and um, uh, all of the information in the show notes so people can can get to that. And people that have heard Matthew Walgren's episodes, he actually has uh, led one of the distinctive voyages, and he's done some of these cruises in like the Amazon and all mm. those other extra places. So it's interesting. Uh, there, there are great episodes, and I mean, river cruising sounds like a really neat way to get close to the culture while mm-hmm. you know just not spending all day in a tour bus. So exactly, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the best of all worlds. Yeah. In my opinion. Thanks for being on the podcast. And this is a video edition. So if you're listening, there is a place to watch it on YouTube. You'll see it or also on Instagram. And you'll be able to see it and see all Pam's pictures from her great trips. 
Well, thank you. Thanks, Megan. This has been fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope we can find another reason to record soon. It's been great. Yeah, Yeah, I'd love it. That'd be fun. Okay, good. All right, well, thank you so much. This is Megan Chapa of the Travel Radio Podcast saying good night or good morning. (laughs) Bye.